So panel, initially, um, when I was looking into what to ask, in the news, there's been a, a lot of talk about mobile phones in the classroom. Some schools um, are quite, quote unquote, progressive and use them in their pedagogy. Adam's putting his down right now. <laughs> Other schools have banned them completely. They're not in the classroom. From your school's point of view and from your own point of view as well, what is your opinion on ICT and things such as mobile phones in the classroom? And what advice could you give to a young teacher about implementing those type of things in the correct way in the classroom? It seems we're in an impasse with ICT, really going one way or the other. Louis, in your, in your school, um, I know you talk about emotional development with students and I've heard lots of studies that um, ICT use with such as things as iPads and mobile phones can even stunt emotional development with kids. What's your viewpoint on using ICT in a school like Maradati? If you want to grab the microphone as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great question and um, certainly something we talk a lot about in this space. Firstly, I get really excited about technology and, and what it offers, particularly in a school like ours, which is more arts, arts has an arts focus. Um, well, firstly, children don't bring phones. Uh, it hasn't really become an issue. Technology-wise, we make sure that we have a availability of technology, but not one-on-one. -on -one. So one to six, you know, one to eight. We think that uh, we set them up so there's no gimmicky gadgets on them. They can only be used for filming, for taking images, for making music, so and for recording um, their own learning experiences. And so there's no distraction. It's more collaborative. Um, and the other thing that we find increasingly, if children are quite excited and connected and in our space because they can pursue interests and fascinations, the last thing they're really wanting to do is, you know, escape into technology. I think that's irrelevant or quite relevant in lots of spaces. And we have certainly have parents arrive with some concerns because technology is freely available. But same thing, I, we find that by choice and freedom and children are making decisions daily about how they want their learning to look. It, it, technology in our space supports it, but we make conscious decisions to restrict it. Adam, what's your views on mobile phones and the way you use it with your students? Uh, so uh, I use it at year 10 geography level. So uh, I use Google Classroom. So it's um, I think I'm the only teacher in the school that uses Google Classroom. I'm a big fan of it. There's a little things obviously they can tinker with and make it better. But um, I, I saw it from a um, I was seeing boys, once they get to about year nine, they just become really distracted with phones. They'll do the cheeky look in the pocket. Um, you know, they'll try and use it. They'll want to go to the toilet. They'll use it when they go to the toilet in those two minutes and come back again. They're just really addicted to it. And I said, well, if, if you're that addicted to it, let's use it. So they enrolled in Google Classroom. I put the course on Google Classroom. They submit work through it. I mark through it. They get their results back through it. But I also then drag those results into our own whole school database so i'm not bucking any trends there I, the school collects the data that they need but to engage the boys um, with their phones we do that we might go down uh, to the tuong creek and do some field work i might set them a task take a selfie next to a creek or a river in your own time and post it onto google classroom and a week later they've got these weird and wonderful photographs of themselves next to the brisbane river <laughs> Um, 
And look, at the end of the day, if we're out in the class, if we're out in the field and we're doing something outside and, and a kid has a cheeky look at his text messages, well, whatever. I'm, I'm not fussed about that, but you're engaged in what task I've set you and to be honest, they kind of forget about that stuff and they don't want to try and do the sneaky and try and look at the phone. So that's the way I engage year 10s. Uh, year 9s, it's not as bad. Uh, year 8s, it really doesn't come into play too much in my classrooms, phones in pockets mm. and coming out. Um, but year, year 9s, it starts to drift that way with phones. Um, yeah. yeah. Lou, I saw yourself laugh, laugh into the air enthusiastically when I mentioned mobile phones. As a leader of a school, what's your viewpoint on using ICT in the classroom? Um, I've been an early adopter. Um, been an early adopter since. Um, well, let me go back when I bought my first computer, personal computer, back in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, and so I've used it myself. Um, consistently in my work. In the college we have a differentiated policy obviously because we have preppies right through to 18 year olds in year 12. Um, in our sub schools we have different policies but I remember um, you know in mid 2000s when um, smartphones were starting to become the norm we actually and I was at um, Woodcrest State College at the time out at Springfield and we actually um, compulsorily included the use of mobile phones in assessment pieces and made the kids use them and use them responsibly. And all of a sudden it took away the, the us versus them mentality. Uh, the students used them for their learning. Their $1,000 computer, computers sit in their pocket. Why would we um, exclude them from learning? The challenge was to make sure that we could involve them in the learning process to add value like any um, electronic um, aid we use, uh, they're not the be-all and end-all, but they are. They do add value or can add value to the process. So we went from having boys in Year Nine hospitality who rarely submitted assessment to 95% completion rates because we made them use their mobile phone. Scott, I've I've uh, spent some time at TSAC and I've seen um, teachers within your department have a phone bucket at the front uh, door. And the, uh, the students have to put their phones in the beginning of class and they don't get it to the end. Do you disagree with what the other panellists have said? Not at all. I think actually there's a place for it. I think, look, it comes back to the idea of what you said about formative work. Right? So the traditional way of measuring intelligence is starting to not fall by the wayside, but people are starting to become more aware of the fact that there's more than one way of measuring progress. So we do have a phone bucket still, or a phone box in my case. But very often I'll say to the kids, come and get your phones during the lesson because it might be that we're doing something that actually lends itself. So a good example would be in year eight, we actually do um, satire as well. So we've been doing satirical clips and, and creating our own clips and stuff like that and editing them and, and working on exactly what it is, you know, the choice of language, bringing English alive a little bit. It's good. It's a good idea to do that because suddenly you get students who are quite reluctant to read or to engage who are flying. So, you know, to use a coaching analogy, you don't score any shots that you don't take. You know what I mean? You, you need to be giving them the opportunity to, to use technology they're very comfortable with and that perhaps we're less comfortable with. So with some of the more reactionary um, educators who don't want to use mobile phones, I'll put it back on them and say, well, why? You know, is it that you're not comfortable, you mean? That'd be my question. We can talk about addiction all day, but the honest truth is human behavior is always the, the driver. Like, 
we talk about social media policies at school. I'm sure you've got one. Um, very often it's human error. You know, it's human error with driving. It's human error. I'm, I'm addicted to tea. Does that mean I shouldn't be drinking tea anymore? I mean, you know, we can all talk about addiction all day long. That's actually not the point. The point is about opportunity and giving them some kind of formative ability to, to think their way through a problem or to address an inquiry.